Jaguars Digital. Jaguars Digital. Jaguars Drive Time. Brian Sexton, John O'Shea, Ashlyn Sullivan. Jaguars Drive Time starts right now. Welcome in Jaguars Drive Time on a Friday morning back to work. Hoping everyone had a great Thanksgiving. And like every Friday morning, we start it right here with head coach Doug Marone, coffee with the coach. And coach, I'm curious what a what a Thanksgiving looks like in the life of a head coach. Is it just kind of a normal Thursday? All right, looks like head coach Doug Marone is muted for a bit. We will come back to him, but we're here with Brian Sexton and John Ozier. So, Brian, how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it felt uh, pretty normal. I was supposed to go to Kansas City uh, for the first time in 27 years because of the <laughs> pandemic and working remotely. I thought I'd try to squeeze it in, and uh, then my brothers disinvited me. The whole COVID thing scared them off, rightfully so. It's, it's, it's breaking out all over the country. Uh, so we stayed home. It was a beautiful Florida day. When you're in the pool on Thanksgiving Day, there's something to be thankful for. Uh, we had a, a fantastic day. And, and you? It was fantastic as well. Went down to my mom's house in New Smyrna in great weather. Yes, on the beach for Thanksgiving. Cannot complain about that. But I have a feeling head coach Doug Marone's Thanksgiving was a little bit different. So, Coach, how was your Thanksgiving? Is it just a normal work day in the life of NFL head coach? Uh, yeah, it was, um, it's always interesting. I mean, you know, Thanksgiving, you always think about football, right? I mean, most of it. So we start a day a little bit earlier so we can get the players out uh, so we can get them home. And we start off you know, early in the morning and then we have virtual meetings and we bring the players in and, you know, have a practice. So it's basically just like our normal Thursday practice. And then, you know, we'll make up the meeting time, uh, you know, today and, you know, then just you know, obviously go home. And in this atmosphere that we're in right now with COVID, obviously, um, you know, Thanksgiving, we always think about it as a family holiday, but, you know, obviously we have to be careful about, um, and aware about, you know, who we're, we're bringing in. So, you know, basically it was just, um, just, just, you know, the immediate family. Coach, uh, I'm wondering today if you're following the news out of Baltimore, you know, the game was supposed to be played last night and it was pushed to Sunday and now they've had more positive tests. They're talking about how they fit this in. Are, are we at that moment where everything sort of changes and they have to add a, a week to the season to, to get games in? Do you have a grasp on how that game might change things the rest of the way? Uh, I probably don't have a grasp on it because um, I think that, you know, those discussions probably go on at a, at a, at a, at a league level, you know what I'm saying, with the PA. Um, and they have not, you know, made us aware. I, I, I probably, like everybody else, I've read a bunch of things. I think you have... Uh, mostly in these games, like you can probably go to Tuesday. You know, we've seen them uh, talk about that and try to schedule that. But, uh, you know, if it, if it goes beyond that because of COVID, then I'm, I'm not sure exactly what the next step is. Yeah, it's interesting this morning, and it's something we're all following. Uh, a thought on your team. You've got a lot of young guys, Coach, uh, very inexperienced guys now stepping into, you know, primetime roles on the corners on defense. What's the bigger challenge for a young guy out there, a Luke Barku or a, a Josiah Scott? Is it more physical or mental at this point of the season? 
Well, uh, probably if you haven't played before, then physically you should be, you know, I'm saying in good shape. I mean, you don't you don't have any of the injuries. So, you know, I probably tend to go more of, of the mental aspect of it, of, you know, being consistent, you know, down in and down out. And then also, um, you know, how are you going to react to, um, you know, adversity? You know, if, if you, you know, you go against someone and you, you get beat early, how are you going to be able to come back from that? Uh, I think those are things. And, and knowing that, you know, they're going to go after you. I mean, I don't, you know, in this league, when they see someone out there, you know, you have injuries and especially at a position that, um, you know, you're usually playing against playmakers, you know, out of corner, uh, people are going to definitely test you. Coach, I've got to ask you, how has coaching the defense gone this week? And how is that whole dynamic with uh, Todd and the defensive staff working virtually gone? How is that all gone? Well, I think, I mean, I've, I've had a great time. So for me, it's been fun. But um, <laughs> I think you know, for the coaches, it's probably very difficult. And they're only, you know, really, it's two hours out of our day that, you know, is different for them. So in other words, you know, we're out there running it. I think the uh, I thank the players. The players have really done a good job. Um, you know, they've really been focused. They've really been um, – they understand that the coaches aren't there, so they, they've got to take it upon themselves, uh, which they've done a great job of. And, uh, you know, the coaches are talk, uh, coaching them on the, um, you know, on, on the virtual meeting. So uh, it'll be a little bit different, you know what I'm saying, game day. Uh, that, that's another, you know, uh, challenge that we have. But, you know, we're all set. We've talked to the players how it's going to be. So. We're looking forward to that on Sunday. I'll channel my inner Gene Frenette here, Coach, and hit you with a follow-up. Uh, how has Mike Glennon looked? Uh, I assume that he's been the veteran that you expected and that you want to see on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, he's done a good job. And, and you know, Gardner's been throwing and, and hasn't had any any setbacks. So that's a good thing, too. So. You know, he's getting a bunch of throws in and, and, and working his way into it. So, uh, you know, they're, they're doing well. I think, you know, it's, uh, in practice, um, you know, kind of like you see around the league, you know, when people talk about practice. I mean, in practice, you know, there's a lot of good things that you see. And, um, but the whole thing is performance and the performance of the game. And that, that's what you look at. So, um, you know, if you, have a, if you have a bad practices, then you're probably not going to, you know, have a good performance. So. Uh, you know, Mike's been doing well, and we'll see how he does on Sunday. Coach, how do you get ready for a game that's all tackling against the Browns, who run for 160 yards a game and five yards a carry in a week like this? Uh, and how was your practice tackling this week as much as you could get done? Yeah, I mean, they got two outstanding running backs. I mean, they're two top caliber backs in the league. And you know, their offensive line, they do a, obviously a really good job of, of, of running the football. So, you know, obviously that's the first thing that you have to talk about is being able to, to stop the run. And, um, you know, but, you know, we've got some young guys on the outside that are going to have to step up. I mean, you know, because they've shown, Cleveland has shown that, hey, listen, if you play coverage against them, they're, they're going to continue to keep running this football and stick with the run. So it's going to be a challenge. I think we've got to come up big, get them behind the sticks a little bit. Um, you know, forcing them into some third and long situations and keep things more manageable on our side. And that'll, that'll help us out quite a bit. All right, Cleveland Browns coming here to Jacksonville on Sunday to take on the Jaguars. Coach, good luck on Sunday, and we appreciate your time. Great. Thank you, Ashlyn. 
Of course, and coming up on Jaguars Drive Time, a game preview presented by Simply IOA. But first, let's recognize our frontline workers presented by Fair and Farrah. The Project 17 high school athletic trainers are our Farrah and Farrah frontline workers of the week. Working in close quarters with athletes, these trainers have put their own health at risk to try and keep kids healthy and safe and on the field competing this fall. Thanks to donations from the Jaguars players and the Jaguars Foundation, who provided a Clorox electrostatic spray system, the trainers were able to disinfect and sanitize locker rooms and battle the COVID-19 pandemic. Hydration systems donated by Whataburger also allowed the Project 17 high school athletic trainers to keep kids hydrated in the Florida heat and stay socially distant, eliminating the need for shared water bottles. The Jaguars and Farrah and Farrah are proud to recognize the Project 17 high school athletic trainers as this week's Frontline Workers of the Week. Pinpoint, the official signage partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, helps business decision makers like you maximize the impact of their brand. Your company's identification, advertising, and even the words you use make an impression on your clients. With Pinpoint as your coach, you can make sure it's a good impression. Pinpoint provides the creative design and production services for anything you need to enhance your brand, from custom signage to complete marketing solutions. Step up your game with Pinpoint and create the ultimate brand experience for your clients. Visit experiencepinpoint.com. The best way to feel love is to share it at Hanania Subaru of Orange Park. We always go the extra mile with bigger selection, more savings, our best service. Only Subaru of Orange Park gives you a nationwide lifetime warranty and one-year complimentary maintenance on new and used vehicles. Plus, when you get a new Subaru during the Subaru Share the Love event, Subaru will donate $250 to your choice of charities at Hanania Subaru of Orange Park. Online at SubaruofOrangePark.com. See dealer website for full details. At most sandwich places, asking for more of something is just part of the drill. But what if you never had to ask for more? What if more was just a given? At Daly's, more is what our sandwiches are built on. More meat, more cheese, more veggies, more quality, more taste. All for a price that's anything but more. Sandwiches from Dash, made fresh, Daly's. To wear a mask. Help prevent the spread of COVID-19. Fair and fair protecting you and your family since 1979. Back on Jack's Drive Time Friday morning, hoping you all had a great Thanksgiving and are back tuning in to Jack's Drive Time to get ready for a Cleveland Browns game this Sunday here in Jacksonville as we get ready for a game preview presented by Simply Iowa. First thing to focus on, Mike Glennon has to play well. This goes without saying and we're not asking him to go out there and and light it up but he has to be a game manager and this is where his experience probably will come into play don't turn the ball over and execute the game plan you don't have to go out there and have a record-breaking game but just stick to the game plan don't turn the ball over and play well overall number two strong run defense we just heard head coach Doug Brown talk about this the one-two punch of Cleveland Browns running backs Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt Big task for Joe Schobert and Miles Jack to control the run on Sunday. Number three, special team. Make a play. Why not? This would certainly help the cause. If Keelan Cole's onside pick works last week, we're talking all about it and what a great play it was. And 
sadly, that's what it is all about on special teams. If it works, it's great. If it doesn't work, you really don't talk about it. But it would be great to get an extra possession for the Jaguars' offense and have the special teams make a play. But, John, the biggest thing that stands out is Mike Glennon, that experience. You hope it comes into play on Sunday because, as of right now, that's what's making him stand out against Gardner Minshew and Jake Luton. Yeah, and I think he's going to be more than a game manager. I think in this game, they obviously have to use James Robinson. James Robinson's always a key for this offense. But he's going to have to hit some plays. And as he said on Wednesday, this is a second chance, third chance, fourth chance, and maybe a last chance for Mike Glennon. He's going to play free, all that stuff. He's going to rip it, Schlin. And, you know, what does he have to lose on that front? So. I think he will play free. I'd like to see him go downfield. I think what Jay Gruden said on, uh, on Wednesday makes a lot of sense. They're going to run, but Mike Glennon's going to take some shots deep, and those shots deep will be crucial uh, to the outcome. If they can hit him, then maybe it, they have a chance. It's more than just Mike Glennon that has to play free. The whole team does. I mean, look, you're not going to have a game manager because you're not trying to manage a game. You're desperate to win a game. So air it out. I mean, use that strong arm and the knowledge and the understanding of the offense and the system and the game that he has and, and let it rip. I mean, the, you're not going to the playoffs. You're, you're in contention for the first overall pick in the draft. And if you want to win a game, you have to play like a desperate team. Uh, desperate teams are dangerous teams. So go out there, play desperate, play dangerous, and sling it all over the place. Now. The, the one thing that I have been looking for all week, and I can't, you know, you can't watch most of your practice, so consider this. He has to lift everyone else's game, right? I mean, it, you talk about guys that lift other people's games. You're talking about the Peyton Mannings and Russell Wilsons and Tom Brady's of the world most of the time. But with so many young guys on the field, on the offensive line, in the backfield, on defense especially, he's got to put guys in good positions and let them go do what they do best at this point in the career. So. I'm anxious to see him play and to, to let it rip. I love that quote. Just go out there and let it rip and see what happens. Very 2020 of Mike Lennon. All right, let's focus on number two, which is controlling that Browns running game. Two very talented running backs, John. And the biggest thing here is you kind of want to just maintain it. You know that they're going to be productive at some point, but you want to stop the explosive runs and put the Band-Aid on a, a big run for 99 yards and take yourself out of the game with that. They both have a chance to gain 1,000 yards, which in this day and age would be so against what the rest of the league typically does. Mm -hmm. It would be an impressive accomplishment. You would love to see them, you know, I don't know that they're going to be able to stop the Browns running game. I think what you would like to see is once or twice a half, get them on first down get him stopped on first down to where maybe you force Baker Mayfield to throw and make a mistake on third down. You know, if the Browns get a long, long drive for a touchdown and then all of a sudden the Jaguars stop him and get a turnover, well, that's advantage Jaguars. So I think the stats can look bad, which I expect these guys to get stats. But if they can make the plays against these guys, maybe get a loss, get something to give you some momentum, I think that's probably the best hope for this defense. And I'm not trying to talk the defense down, but it's so banged up and so young mm -hmm. that it's going to be a hard task to stop him for the entire game. You know, it's worth pointing out, John, 
that you, you mentioned how in today's day and, and the state of the game in 2020, it would be rare for two running backs on the same team to gain 1,000 yards in the same season. It's only happened six times in NFL history. And the last time was 2009 in Carolina with Jonathan Stewart and D'Angelo Williams. So it doesn't happen very often in NFL history. And of course, the reason it comes up is because the Browns had it happen back in the 80s with Kevin Mack and mm-hmm. Ernest Biner. Um, I mean, these guys, they are going to ground and pound this thing. And it, it's the kind of game where you might only get nine possessions. I think the average number of possessions that a team gets in an NFL game is 11. You only, you could get nine. If there are long drives and sustained running attempts, you're not going to get that many, so you're going to have to take advantage. And you talk about being banged up on defense. Wow. I mean, you're talking about you're missing your best pass rusher. You're missing your two corners who were starting to play well. And let's not forget, Avery Jones was a key component to the middle of that defensive line. And he's been gone for a long time as well. So, yeah, I mean, you're banged up. And this Browns team is 7-3. and three, And as of today, they're in the middle of the playoff chase. So expect their best. You know, we heard from Nathan the other day that they recall coming down here in 2014. You know, I think they'd won five of six at that point and, and were playing really well. And, and a Jaguars team that had maybe won one game, if I recall, you know, beat them pretty good that day. So they know what's mm-hmm. going on. An interesting week, to say the least, with this banged-up defense, and then you have the defensive staff out because of COVID protocols. To the point that Avery Jones, the morning that he was able to be off the reserve co- or the reserve injured reserve list, is coaching the defensive line at practice on Wednesday. It was definitely a sight to see, and shows the impact that Avery has on this team. All right, that is a game preview presented by Simply Iowa. When we come back, Jags drive time. He will. He won't, and he might. Coming up here on Jags Drive Time. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity the best thing about working at fair and farrah is all of the employees we all work together it's extremely enjoyable to come to work every day there's a, um, a common cause or goal no matter what your job is we're all there for the client we are dedicated to our clients 100 percent we do everything it takes to maximize the value of their claims fair and fair is really the fair family when they choose us they choose a family to fight for them and to protect them and to make sure that they're in a good place and that they have somebody on their side farrah and farrah Here for you, here for good. Jacksonville. At ViStar, we believe in better. Better convenience. So members can bank any way they want, whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Jags Drive Time is presented in part by TIAA Bank. Created to serve, built to perform. By Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. 
and Baptist Health, changing health care for good. Now until January 3rd, Universal Orlando Resort is in the middle of their holiday festivities. Come celebrate with the Grinch, Minions, and more. You gotta visit Universal this season. There's that nice look and feel to getting ready for a home game here in Jacksonville against the Cleveland Browns on Sunday as we get into he will, he won't, and he might for that game. And Brian, this is a guy we've been talking about all week because he has to have maybe the best game of his season. Well, and he will have the best game of his season. Thank you for segueing that for me. Uh, I think Joe Schubert really played well last week against the, uh, the Steelers. He was in on a bunch of tackles, made a number of plays. So he'll have his best game of the season, and why not? You're playing a team that runs the ball, uh, you know, like a team out of the 70s. And he's your middle linebacker, and he's a former Cleveland Brown. Uh, so he will have his best game of the season. He won't miss the chance to show the Browns what they let go that always comes into play when you're talking about a free agent who let you know who was allowed to walk um Schobert's he is an understated guy he's not going to say that he's not going to pound his chest and say look at me he he won't point at the steel at the steelers at the brown sideline and make a big deal out of it um but he might set the jaguars single game tackle record which was set by one Hardy Nickerson against Baltimore back in November of 2021. He would need 24 tackles. Nickerson's record is 23. Remember, tackles are a subjective statistic. They are assigned by coaches, okay? Um, they're assigned in the press box by a spotter, and then they're confirmed or added to by coaches the next day. So the point is, that he could end up with 24 tackles one way or the other, uh, and that would be a really good day for him. Good day for the Jaguars if he has 24 tackles. Say the least, yes. You need that guy to play well on Sunday. All right, John, interesting choice here, but I'm liking it. I went with Aldrick Rosas, who is right now in the practice <laughs> squad, but he's going to be elevated as one of those... Uh, elevations on Sunday, thereby setting another Jaguars record, becoming the 37th kicker that the team has used this season. He won't miss. <laughs> Brian, he's going to kick 11 field goals, setting another Jaguars record, getting the Jaguars 33 points. And he might, he might <laughs> just kick the game winner with that 11th field goal, giving the Jaguars kick the victory. He will, he won't, he might outergrossize. Wow. Very realistic. You've thought long and hard about this, and I like it. A record-breaking day coming Sunday. We'll see if Mike Glennon possibly can break some records. He will, he won't, he might. He will manage the game, and that is his biggest task on Sunday. His sixth NFL team hasn't gotten a start since 2017. He will take advantage of this opportunity, because like he said, this might be the last chance he gets. He won't go out there and do too much. You're not going to see this guy rushing out of the pocket and diving for first downs, although that would be fun to see. He won't be too complex. He's going to keep it simple on Sunday, and he might. He might have the most realistic quote of the 2020 season. I'm just going to go out there, let it rip, and see what happens. I like it. Keep it simple, Mike Lennon, and go win the ball game and have a record-breaking day, like John said, for the kicker. 
coming up. Pick one and pick it here on Jags Drive Time. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity you can step up to luxury now hello i'm dan fields whatever you're driving you can step up to luxury now plus get our fields amenities which include complimentary loaners car washes and our cafes make this your year to step up to luxury at fields cadillac mercedes-benz porsche land rover jaguar and lexus when it comes to the ultimate car buying experience there's only one name that matters Fields. And Fields matters because you matter. The Fields Auto Group, proud partners of your Jacksonville Jaguars. Ugh, I have to do laundry when I get home. I have to lug all my clothes over to the washing machine. Then I get to put them in the dryer and accidentally shrink my cashmere sweater again. <laughs> Motorcycles make everything exciting. And when Geico makes it easy to switch and save on motorcycle insurance, it's even more exciting. I'm gonna fold all my socks into little balls! Yeah! Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Jag's Drive Time is presented in part by DreamFinders Homes. Homes that fit your lifestyle. Next Grill, everyone's invited. And at Deco, visit at DecoUSA.com. Painting numbers, painting lines. You know what that means. Home game this Sunday, Jaguars versus Browns. We have many more games to talk about. And pick one and pick it. Brian Sexton, Miami Dolphins, New York Jets. This should be an interesting one. Well, look, this is, I think, the last chance the Jets have to avoid going 0-16. When you look at their schedule, they have the Raiders, Seahawks, Rams, Browns, and Patriots coming up next. And that Patriots game is in New England. So, yeah, it seems like now or never. Dolphins are coming off a loss. You know, they pulled their quarterback. Um, You know, it's a division game. They know each other well. It's it's a shot in the dark. Look, you know, let's be number one at something. You know, they win. Jags have a shot at the number one pick. That's more leverage on draft day. Um, I don't know. I just figured this was the only chance I was going to get to have a Jets game this year. I, I think this is their last shot to win, and I'm picking them to win. I'm liking it. Their best chance. So I'm not real not? confident right, in it. John. I'm not real confident in it. But I'm it doesn't it. sound like it. How could you? I like just put the thought only thing out I'm there. hanging my hat on is Frank Gore. Jets could and win that, that season loss, finale, by the way. Yeah, maybe that that loss, that loss, the last loss that the, uh, the to the Chargers. Uh, Frank Gore sat in the locker room with a glum look on his face and talked about how you know he's at the end of his career and he doesn't want to go out 0 and 16, and the Jets all rallied around that. Um, you know, there's not a lot of that locker room talk that you can really rally around. But Frank Gore is a beloved figure in NFL circles. So it wouldn't surprise me if they come out and give everything they have and get this one for Gore. 
liking it. Go out there and do it, Jet. All right, John, AFC South, take it away. Yeah, Titans Colts. I mean, this is a this is a monstrous game, and you know the Colts are playing really well. Beat the Titans, and you sort of thought a week ago that maybe this was going to be the Colts' division to lose, and the Titans come back and beat the Ravens last week and show the guts that you're sort of used to seeing from the Titans. I uh, you know I think this is a toss-up. I'll go with the Titans because usually really good teams when they play each other don't sweep one another. So. Uh, I'll go with the Titans in this one. If the Colts win it, it's their division, I think. Uh, but it, it, it seems to me like both these teams are going to the playoffs. I'll go Titans this week. All right, I like it. Colts coming off a huge win last week, so possibly keeping that momentum going and disagreeing with John. We'll see. All right, I'm previewing a game that we're not quite sure is going to happen. It was supposed to be on Thanksgiving night, and now it's on Sunday. It's the Baltimore Ravens and Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, as of right now, there's a lot of question marks around this game. Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson tested positive for COVID-19. So you see Robert Griffin III right there on your screen. That's because he will most likely get the start if this game happens on Sunday. But ESPN reporting that Ravens head coach saying that we don't think we'll be back in the facility until Monday morning. So kind of confused how a Sunday game works out with that. This is going to be really tricky because, Brian, like you said, the NFL is out of bye week. So it's not like you can shuffle this around to the point where you're thinking if this game doesn't happen, you might have to add a week onto the NFL season. Well, and, and keep in mind, the story of Baltimore this morning, the one that everyone, the, the headline is that Lamar Jackson, NFL MVP, has COVID. But there were other positive tests as well. And so you're talking about shuffling and trying to find enough bodies to play the game. And then obviously, mm -hmm. if it's that widespread on your roster, you know, how prudent is it to try to play it this week? One of the ideas they talked about, probably at the owners' meetings in late September, was that they could add an 18th week, remove the bye week between the championship weekend and the Super Bowl, and have an 18th week where you could move some of these games that could eventually be canceled. I mean, think about, think about how all that plays out. You're talking about going off of winning percentages and then people start screaming it isn't fair. They didn't have to play the Steelers twice. And so they, you know, they didn't lose and they got an extra win. And do, do you go to eight playoff teams? I mean, I think this weekend is, is the landmark. It's that weekend we've kind of always pointed to since this season began is when everything could change. Just keep your eye on it. I mean, you can't miss it. It's the story in the NFL right now is how is this going to play out and what does it do to, you know, the playoffs? Yes, very serious stuff going on in Baltimore right now. Calais Campbell actually tested positive for coronavirus as well. And he just tweeted, we just want to contain this outbreak. Speaking from experience, you don't want to catch COVID. This virus is brutal. I pray no one else has to go through this. This is bigger than football. It's definitely something to pay attention to this NFL weekend. And we thank you for tuning in to Jaguars Drive Time this Friday morning. Hoping you all had a great Thanksgiving getting ready for Jaguars versus Browns on Sunday. Have a great weekend. We'll see you here Monday.